Welcome, 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 welcome to Armchair Expert. <laughs> wow, that sounded just like him. Just kidding. It's not Dak Shepard. Welcome, 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 welcome. <laughs> You're definitely not Dak Shepard. Ready well, for the intro? Yeah. And here we go. Welcome to the Generation Y podcast. My name is Will. And I'm Jean. And this is a podcast and a community designed to help young adults thrive. Because young adulting is hard and we just want to help. We here at Gen Y love to cover a wide variety of topics. And since the last few episodes have been pretty dense, we decided that this week we're going to lighten things up. And in the spirit of relaxation and eliminating some decision fatigue, we are going to dedicate this episode to giving you our Netflix picks. We're going to tell you some current series that we're loving, some that we hated, and some classics you can always fall back on. This is the Generation Y Podcast. Flicks picks. <laughs> Flicks picks. Flicks picks. Oh, our Netflix In a pick. world. Okay. Well. This fall, Dustin Hoffman is another parental figure. <laughs> and he's angry. He's Peter Pan's adopted father. Anyway, you know that thing where you sit down at the TV at the end of the day and you're like, gosh, I just want to relax and watch something new that I haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. And then it's like it's like looking at the menu at a sushi restaurant to where you're like, oh, there's nine million options. Yeah, it's and too much. It's just too much. It's like Cheesecake Factory. Like, why? And then I'm like, well, how much do I want to invest into a series that I know nothing about? I feel like the, the, there should be an AR test for the menu at Cheesecake Factory. You remember those AR tests? I don't. Eh, might have been after your time. You're basically dust. Yeah, pretty much. Anyway, so like we said, we're dedicating this episode to giving you our Netflix picks. We're going to go through, uh, by category, a few uh, shows that we're loving right now to hopefully make that task easier so that when you sit down after a long day uh, with an icy beverage and a snack and you can just go, you know what? Someone recommended this yeah, to me. That someone that being us. That sounded good. I'm going to try that. And we're gonna put our. We're gonna go ahead and put our name on the line. And we're gonna. We're gonna. Yeah, our reps. Our reps. Our that's street right. cred. So the first first category we're gonna go through. We're gonna mm-hmm. go through. These categories are gonna be socially conscious docu series, currently binging, classic throwbacks, to be continued, what not to watch, and our watch list. So we're gonna start off with socially conscious docu series now. When I mean social conscious, I also mean like these are entertaining, not just you should watch this to be informed, which you should do that. But yes, one that we're honestly, truly, really, really, really enjoying right now is Down to Earth with high school musical star Zach Efron. We're all in this together. That is not the melody of that song. But I don't know. I was too old for that show. We're all in this together. Anyway, Zach, if you're listening. Holler. So anyways, down to earth with Zac Efron. Let me just read it to you what this is about, what Netflix says about it. It says, actor Zac Efron journeys around the world with wellness expert Darren Olean in a travel show that explores healthy, sustainable ways to live. So basically what they do is they travel around the world to all these areas that are that are doing all sorts of things for our environment, whether it's using renewable green energy Mm -hmm. or growing food and living on food plots or whether it's using thermal um, like heating structures to create and 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 create energy out of it. I don't understand yeah, half of it. The way that they in France, what they're doing with water. I mean, it's it is so entertaining. And also like the whoever was doing their videography, it is the most beautiful shots you've ever seen. It is. You feel like you're actually in that country. It It's definitely going to give you that itch for travel again. Um, and I mean, they travel 
to Iceland, France, Costa Rica, Sardinia, Puerto Rico, Lima, London, and everywhere they go and they discover something um, that other countries have learned how to create uh, something from nature that doesn't actually stress nature but provides a benefit to the people just by going the extra mile and using science to benefit Right. Nature. So like in Iceland, they're talking about how they use the steam to convert it into energy and the thermal properties of the landscape. And then in France, they talk it about their sidewalks. Like, are you kidding? It's me? ridiculous. Yeah, it's it really is crazy. So cool. And in France, like it's incredible the measures they go to to ensure clean water that isn't filled with yeah. all sorts of junk. And there's just things I had never thought about. Like right. the the episode for France with water. At first, I was just like, I mean, OK, that doesn't sound that interesting, like a water plant. But what I learned about water and the water that we drink here oh, yeah. in America was mind blowing. And with with every one of these episodes that we've seen so far, there's something that we took away that I've already changed some of those things in my life because oh, I'm like absolutely. I just didn't know. And I got I got to be honest, I really enjoy Zach in this show. I mean, yeah, so he's you know he really is down to earth. He really is. He's a he's a bra, but you know. He clearly really cares. Yeah. And having spent so much time in Hollywood with so much like surface level everything, he's really at a place in his life where he just he wants something more. And yeah. um And they also throughout the show, you have to eat, you know. So they really oh, focus yeah. on some of this incredible healthy cuisine. Now Darren Olean is also he is uh, a vegan and also mm-hmm. like a, a health expert and things yeah, like that. Yeah, he's like a superfood nut, like yeah. knows everything about everything and so you see how these incredible ways that they're eating and it's also really really healthy so that is down to earth with zach efron it's incredible if you haven't seen it highly recommend start watching it gene what's yours in this category the other show in this category is of course queer eye more than a makeover um if you're not familiar um they suggest that you grab some tissues an all-new fab five serves up hip tips, emotionally charged makeovers, and heartfelt reveals that bring out all the feels. It is truly so good. We've already had the opportunity to see a lot of these episodes. And I think in a time in our country where we're just like really needing to believe in the best um in Most, humanity yeah in yeah. believe in humanity and in our in in our best instincts and our best character traits you see these guys go into people's lives with nothing to benefit for themselves and they care for these individuals uh from every aspect um physical aspects emotional spiritual and they just give so much and they leave every place they go and everyone that they're around better than they found them and i feel like in this time i have really needed to remember that those hearts are out there yeah. in our country and in this world and that that there is still hope. And watching the show, I'm going to laugh a whole lot. I'm going to cry. I'm oh, going to yeah. wish I was there. And highly, highly recommend this if you are just needing a, a boost in your yeah. faith in humans. I think that this show, I think that Queer Eye is one of the most empathy building shows that I have ever seen. Absolutely. I mean, it is nearly impossible to watch that show and not put yourself in somebody else's shoes and mm-hmm. imagine what they're going through and feel true empathy for it. The reason I feel like it's so emotional 
is you get just a tiny little glimpse of what it's like to be in somebody else's shoes and then how far these five go to yeah. love and care for that person, which is like at our core of humanity, what we were meant to do. Yeah, and, so, and it's, it's yeah. hard for us to really understand outside of our own experiences. But I mean, I have seen them do episodes with people that I'm like, oh, this man reminds me of my dad, this guy that they're helping. Yeah, And it honestly gave me a glimpse into probably some of the emotional aspects of what it's like for my dad to yep. live in this space in his life. Yep. And um, people that, you know, I don't have the um, opportunity to meet right now in my life, but I get a glimpse into like, oh, I, I don't think I, I don't think I realize that that's what they were going through. And also I see a little bit of myself in them. Yeah. And again, like you said, it just builds so much empathy. Yeah. I'll also say this, the show has come a long way from when it was originally Queer Eye for the Straight Guy and it's come, you know, incredibly far. In fact, it's not just men that they do makeovers now with. And I love the subtitle here that more than a makeover, if you've never seen the show, it's not where they come in and they like just change the way that you, you look, look and give you a haircut. It's like they work on self-confidence and insecurities and things that could prevent people from being their most yeah. beautiful, fully realized helping selves. People, it's incredible. Helping people just reconnect with yep. themselves, with family members. and It's great. Yeah. All right. Next category. Currently binging. One of the things we're currently binging right now, Umbrella Academy. I'm sure you've probably I heard mean, of the show. This show is guys, crazy. It's so literally crazy. This is a action and adventure show. I would also sort of put it in a fantasy category. Oh yeah, you could throw it in there. You want to tell people what it's about? Listen, so the Umbrella Academy is about this crazy eclectic group of adopted children that all have these un these crazy superpowers that are very untraditional. It's not like I can fly or I can be invisible. They have, you know, like one person can manipulate people's actions based on their words. One person can conjure the dead. One person is half man, half monkey. I mean, it's literally it's just insane. crazy. So backstory on these kids is one day in the 60s, uh, like 100 kids were all born on the same day. I mean, like the women weren't pregnant. Like it just happened. They were spontaneously pregnant and had these babies. A super rich uber rich billionaire billionaire i don't even know what he was if the planter's peanut guy was was yes, a human, was a human that's him. such a good yeah that's great people are gonna think that's funny once they see it um <laughs> <laughs> he is super rich he goes to all the families like i'll buy your kid because it's not it's not actually their kid so i'll buy any of them he was actually able to buy seven of these kids and raise them as his own except it's not really that they were being raised as children they were raised in the Umbrella Academy. Which is like a a superhero task force that, you know, goes and save the world as a bunch of seven-year-olds. But the show, it has this really, really cool element of time bending. It has a really cool element of t like time and space. It almost feels like a Christopher Nolan picture. Um, I mean, you can see like traces of Inception in this. Yeah. You know, like it really does like kind of go or like an interstellar type of vibe happening. Mm -hmm. Um, but it is one of the most creative. My favorite thing about this is honestly, I think it's the score, the song choices mm. that there's this ridiculous fight scene that breaks out between two of the characters. And then don't go break in my heart is like what's underscoring this yeah. fight scene. It is it's amazing. so it is one of the most beautiful and creative just from just from a visual aspect, the colors they use, the time periods they go to their accuracy um, by styles for decades, like no detail is spared in this show. Not only is it incredibly entertaining, but it is one of the most beautiful shows that I've seen 
on Netflix yeah. in a while. It's great. So we're currently binging the heck out of that right it's now on Bella so Academy. Good. Jean, what's your pick in the current binging? So uh, my current pick is Schitt's Creek. Yes, 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 David. Yes. Um, ew, ew, David. <laughs> Alexis. Alexis. Um, if you have not seen this show, it. I don't know why we waited so long to watch it. I, I had. It's like, not about anything. It's, it's I had just watched write. the preview a, a few times, and I think just seeing the inside of the motel like creeped me out, and so I just didn't decide to watch it. And then we heard so many recommendations for it, and the episodes are only twenty minutes long. Um, it's in a serial format, which means you do need to start from the beginning to the episodes build on each other. Right. But they're really digestible and very fast to binge. And Unlike dairy for me. Correct. Like <laughs> so they are currently through their fifth season and they're releasing their sixth season this fall. And that is it. So if you want to start now, you'll probably end just in time to start the final season. But here is what this show is about. It's so, literally about nothing. I mean, the plot is the, the simplest thing you can possibly imagine. But it is so entertaining. It's just incredible. So it's Eugene and Daniel Levy. You probably remember Eugene right Levy from American Pie. Um, and then Catherine O'Hara, who you'd remember from... Um, Home Alone. Yeah, Home Alone. And then a lot of hilarious comedies where she's worked with Eugene. So Schitt's Creek is about a suddenly broke and formerly filthy rich Rose family who is reduced to living in a ramshackle motel in a town they once bought as a joke called Schitt's Creek. This is so wonderfully done, so hilariously written. The characters are both so loathsome and so lovable at the yes. exact same time. Yeah. And so they find themselves out of their life of luxury and in this terrible town called Schitt's Creek where mm -hmm. they have to live in a motel with adjoining rooms. Mm -hmm. This family's never really spent time together. They don't get along. They barely know each other. And the characters have, of course, lovable arcs. Um, this show is made by the characters. It's, yes. it's made by the absolute uniqueness of every single one of the characters that has their own arc. And Daniel Levy, I mean, he is what just, he's, a queen. he's, he's phenomenal so wonderful. in the show. And he also, he and his dad, you, you know, Eugene wrote it, directed it together as well, which is cool. You know, it it's a is family just, affair. it is so hilarious. You'll love the characters. We highly recommend. It's great. Okay. Some classic throwbacks. So these are one of those, if you're like, Hey, you know what? I, I don't want to go through the decision fatigue right now. I'm not really sure what to watch, but I'm just going to fall back on something. For us, I have one, and I'm sure oh, you man. have one. Th these are going to be the same for us. Sure. I imagine. I'm going to guess yours, but I'm going to say, for me, Blacklist. One of those. The Blacklist. The Blacklist. Now, this show, for me, listen, one of the things I really appreciate about, about TV shows is good writing. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this show, I mean, it's if you go all the way back to the very beginning, like... There's some things, you know, graphically that you're like, oh, man, was that made in Microsoft Paint? But oh, yeah, like, this that's show just, is old. It's old. It is. But the writing was always good, you know. Yes. And James Spader is James Spader. I mean, James Spader plays one character in Absolutely. anything that he's ever in. And this one is like the one he was born to play. It's it is phenomenal. just so incredible. Just when you think you've gotten, you know, you've reached the end of a of a certain arc or plot line. It completely changes, and you're like, oh, that was so satisfying. Let me give you a brief summary. James Spader plays uh, a a fugitive on the FBI's most wanted list named Raymond Red Reddington, and he turns himself in one day. In the first episode, you see him walk in, turn himself in, and then from then on, it's a partnership with the FBI. They go on and they you know, solve all of these cases. They've created a blacklist that which... 
James Spader gives to the FBI of a bunch of the world's most wanted criminals that they, they never don't even, even know knew about. Existed. Yeah. So it's it, it isn't as serial as some of the other episodes. Some of them kind of stand alone in the fact that like this episode is about this particular you know criminal. Um, and it feels like a movie, but there mm-hmm. are continual serial plots that continue yeah, throughout. Yeah, that wouldn't make sense if you didn't follow along. But yes. you could just pop in on a few episodes. You could, but it's the writing is incredible. The I mean, just the the entire show. I think to me, it's one of those I can always fall back on, and I can watch it like yeah. every it's couple. It's an of years. incredible crime TV drama. Uh, so they have already released six seasons, and the seventh season will be coming out this fall. You're right. I believe. And I think they're doing an eighth season. Did they delay it? Oh, might have been delayed. I'm not sure. I could be wrong. Highly recommend. So my pick, I I have probably watched this entire series, I don't know, three times through now. At least. It is Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. Oh, Parks and Rec. I mean, you talk about incredibly written. Yep. Um, This is another show that is old it's been it came out in 2009 it's the chicken soup of netflix oh that's it's, such a great way the, of putting it it's the pb and j i mean you can just always rely on it it's just always there for you so you have amy poehler rashida jones aziz ansari what's his name that oh that's uh nick offerman and nick offerman who plays ron swanson yeah this is just one again a show that's run by its characters um who are so quirky and so lovable and it's almost shot in like an office style where there's some comment to camera and uh it if you don't know about parks and rec then like you don't know you know what i'm saying like parks and rec has been around so long but i mean dive into so, the waters so recommend it is this is one of the most lovable shows where you love all the characters and their storylines just weave in and out and they are so yep. interesting and it never gets old and like will said it is the chicken soup for the soul of Netflix. Really is. A couple fun facts about the show, which most everyone already knows, but Ron Swanson is actually a woodworker in real life and owns his own wood shop. And so mm-hmm. when they film those stuff, it's actually his wood shop. Also, him and Tammy, too, are married are in real actually life. actually married. Which, and him and Amy, Amy, he and Amy Poehler are also best friends in real life, which right. I love. And they have their own show now. Fantastic. Great. Those are our classic throwbacks. And now the next category to be continued. Now, these are some shows that we saw season one of at the first couple seasons, but there's a new season that's come out recently that we haven't seen yet. That for me is Ozark. Now, I know that the new season has caused a lot of waves, which I have not seen the new season yet, but I did see the first two, which were phenomenal. I've heard incredible things. I just, it just seemed stressful to me. So I wasn't sure if I wanted to start it Right. I was basically stressed out the entire time. And the reason why... <laughs> it's like House of Cards. It's, it's, like, it's like Breaking Bad, which, you know, you could put that in the category of a classic throwback if you sure. want to. But, for, I mean, it's obviously like one of the highest rated TV shows of all time. So if we're trying to, you know, kind of pull some of the flowers off the beaten path here for mm-hmm. some of these. So, but like I said, Ozark, Jason Bateman in the show, it's like you have a secret. Anytime someone has a secret that they're trying to keep throughout a series makes me so stressed oh, out gosh, because I'm just yeah. worried the whole time that's going to come to light. Basically, he's a financial advisor and he drags his family from Chicago into Missouri in the Ozarks and they have to launder like $500 million in five years to appease this drug boss. Good and it's Lord. this whole story of like how he goes about doing that. He get, I mean, they almost die like five million times. It's crazy. Jason Bateman, obviously, you know him mm-hmm. from, you know, any show where he is a white collar, straight laced, <laughs> you know, like not going to be in, involved in the drug trade. So it's just really Super hilarious. Super unexpected. Laura Linney is all, always the best. Yeah. yeah. So Ozark, got to watch the new season. 
So my to be continued pick is not actually on Netflix. This is an <gasps> Amazon. <gasps> but this is Netflix picks. I know. Okay. But I just had to throw this one in because we've gotten a lot of suggestions to pick back up with the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Now, this is an Amazon Prime original. So if you have an Amazon Prime, you have access to it. But this is an awesome show. It's about a housewife in 1958 who decides to become a stand-up comic. Uh, she is... She is fiery. She is charismatic. She is just so outspoken. I for really want to see this period. show. I've heard it's hilarious. It is. It is super funny. It also has some drama and just like the grit of it. I mean, it is a show that you know, regardless of your background or gender or anything, this is this is just liked. I feel like pretty you're gonna evenly, like it. You're gonna like it. You're gonna like the um, way you look. I saw season one. I have not seen the following seasons yet. Uh, I just got distracted, but I've heard so many amazing things um, about the newer seasons that I feel like as soon as we're done binging what we are binging, we probably need to listen. Jump that's back on in our on watch list. I can't watch to, to wait to watch. I can't wait to watch. I can't wait. I can't wait to I watch. I watch it. I twill. Miss Maisel. Um, what not to watch? This well, show was the dumbest show. Uh, listen, and I was so looking forward I was to, to it. Not Marvelous Maisel. The next, the show we're about to to tell you about. I was like, oh, this is going to be hilarious because All star I, cast. I love Steve Carell. Mm-hmm. I mean, John Malkovich, Ben Schwartz. I mean, like, come on, the Greg. I mean, this has all the ingredients to be something awesome, and I could not bear Ugh. to get past like the first second episode. Maybe I know we saw two. It was three, hard, and I was like, ugh. The show is Space Force. I mean, it left me wanting big time. Steve, and I love Steve Carell. Oh my gosh, I could tell just like, wasn't what they were mm-mm. what they were trying to do. And look, if you're watching it and you like it, more power to you. We wanted to like it so much, and these are all of our favorite people. It just yeah. And you know what? If you love it and you're like, oh yeah, the first couple episodes were tough, but once you get into it, yeah, you'll love it. Know. Let us know and we'll give it another try. But I see that kind of like I see hiking. Like if I if there's a hike that's <laughs> literally the worst and they're like, I hate everything about this and we're walking by, you know, a dump the whole time. But it's like, oh, but the view at the end. I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to go through like the 90%. Is, but the end is at the end. Yes, 90% of the time <laughs> I'm spending is through this crappy experience. That's just literally to see like saying it's not about the destination. It's about the journey you go, but you're telling me it's only about the destination right, or a book and then they were like oh no, no it gets it, halfway through the book it, it gets good and i'm like well what about the first that's half a of the major book? time commitment then that I, then i give you a 50 percent. okay and then our last category is shows that we haven't seen yet that we that are on our watch list so we're gonna mm-hmm. call this watch list these are some things that some people have recommended to us and the one that's on mine is the last dance i know i know everyone in the world has seen it people who yeah. don't care about basketball at all have been like you've got to see it and it our, stars Julia Stiles, <laughs> <laughs> Devin Sawa um, from um, Casper. Yeah, no, it is basically accounts the life of the 90 Chicago Bulls, Scottie Pippen, Michael Jordan, the whole, I mean, Dennis Rodman, the whole crew, which uh, I remember, I mean, Classic. in the 90s, like I just, I remember the rage. I remember Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, and the green hair and Michael Jordan and the flu game and all that kind of stuff i know i haven't seen it yet i can't wait to see it it looks really cool and my you know i didn't wasn't super into sports in that time period but you couldn't live and not know about these players and about this team and i think it's just going to be cool to see some of the unaired footage um from that 1997 98 season um that we just never had the opportunity to see and like kind of kind of see what it must have been like for them during that time 
Plus, as one of the greatest athletes to ever live, that's just always an intriguing story. Also, Return of the Roar from Tiger Woods' journey. I'm a huge Mm, Tiger fan. Really, Tiger's the reason I have trust issues, but that's neither (laughs) here nor there. We'll just leave that there. Uh, One more that we uh, have on our list here that we didn't really have a category for because it's really like stand-up comedy, and there's a comedy special, but there's a Netflix special about it. I guess it would fall into the category of socially conscious conscious. docuseries, but it is Sticks and Stones by Dave Chappelle. It is unbelievable. It is so good. It's both confrontational and hysterical. Oh, you will be uncomfortable yes, at some point. Absolutely. Even to the point of almost wanting to turn it off. Like halfway through, I sort of got to that point. And uh, friends encouraged me to finish it. You, you will be offended. Everyone yeah, will be offended you'll be, listening you'll be to offended this. for other people, for yourself. But right. here's the thing. Nobody can shine a light, an unflattering and very funny light on culture, on us personally, on our behaviors, um, like he can, and do it so in such an entertaining way. I've always been a huge fan of Dave Chappelle. I think he's a genius, but I also think he really pulled a Mary Poppins on this special, and he did the spoonful of sugar trick and to help the medicine go down here, and where he just delivered a lot of truths about our social justice system Mm -hmm. and just everything, um, particularly in America, and... I mean, it, it, I literally felt like no trigger was left unpulled. It was Mm-mm. just like every, I mean, it was and like. And that was his intention. I mean, some of it, I really feel like kind of he intentionally crossed a line. And as you go on, you realize it's not because he holds that belief. It's not because he actually has any judgment about the thing he's saying. He was doing it to set up the next thing to literally just point out, then why are you okay with saying yeah, now this? Now, we listened to this um, before we actually you know, watched half, it. Yeah. yeah. And when, I remember when we finished it, we were silent. Like, we were just silent. I, I yeah. was like, I have so much. To, I laughed through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I, laughed, I, I was like... <laughs> there and, were a lot of oofs, I think, that we said. Yeah. But then at the end, yeah, we were just... I felt like we had like gone on a journey with him and we had actually we had actually learned so much without realizing that we were being taught yeah so much about history and about ourselves and in the end you realize that he kind of showed a better way we could all be living if we were able to tap into yeah. our best selves He's a magician. I don't know how he does it, but well, he uses the comedy as a vehicle to deliver his truth, which I really, really enjoy that mm-hmm. sort of comedy. So that is is the last one we wanted to mention there. Yeah. And you know, if Sticks we're doing a bonus stones. round, also the gentleman was really awesome. It's a movie. It's not a show, but it's with Hugh Grant and the pretty boy from Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> and I, the whole thing. It was narrated. I also really like narrated films. I like a good heist film. That's why I like the Ocean's films with the narrated there. Okay, but well, we're the forgetting into great. movies, and oh. you want to talk about narrated movies? No, that's another then episode. Molly's choice. Has Molly's to... game. Molly's oh, game. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I think of Sophie's choice. <laughs> okay. So Molly's, Molly's game choice. also. But also Molly's choice. Total thriller. So good. And it's the n- narrative style of film, which we are super into right now. No, we just gave you three bonuses right, <laughs> right there at the end. The Dave Chappelle. We can't stop. That's right. We can't stop. The Gentleman and Molly's Choice slash game. So uh, any of those, uh, let us know what you think of those. If you watch one of those and you're like, hey, this was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, you guys we'd love are to idiots. hear from you. We'd love to know. So we're going to post about this uh, on our Instagram. I mean, when at the date of this release. So you'll see it on our post and reply to that post and let us know what some of your favorite shows are because honestly like these are just what we're watching right now yeah. and if you guys are also like hey 
I started watching this show and it's unbelievable and you should see it. I would love for you guys yeah. to do that. And we'll do another one of these. Half of our favorites came from suggestions um, right. that we're just passing along. So we love any of your suggestions. And also we'd love your feedback if you watch some of these shows and just let us know what you thought, what your Except takeaway was. if any of you loved Space Force, I don't, <laughs> I don't take you seriously. You know what? Actually, tell us the redeeming qualities. Maybe we can give it another try. No, there's no redeeming qualities <laughs> other than Steve Carell's crew cut. On that note... If you want to connect with us, you can do that on our Instagram at Gen Y Podcast on uh, all social media platforms. And uh, just drop a line, drop a DM. Also, yeah. you can send us an email. You know, we check it every 15 days. So <laughs> just kidding. No, we check no, it. No, that's, that's probably yeah, accurate. That's right. We check it every day. Uh, Instagram is better. Also, we would love if you would take a moment to subscribe and rate us, um, you know, one through five stars five stars is our favorite but you could just you know leave a comment what did you like and you, you, what would you, you like more of yeah you could even leave a michelin star if you want to so anyway uh that is yeah, that in case we want to expand our brand at some point <laughs> can you the, imagine the gen y bistro gen, <laughs> gen y crackers and and gen ew gen y brewing oh hey. i'm not mad uh, about that well no, that might be in our future. Okay. <laughs> we love you guys. We'll see you next week for another episode of the Generation Y podcast. <laughs>